Hey ladies, welcome back to Femininity by Rachel V. Mm. <laughs> and tonight I have a special guest. Hey dolls. Damn. I didn't even say nothing yet. I just wanted to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is one of my closest, longest girlfriends. Her name is Natalie Hall. She owns a very successful business here in Baltimore and also in LA. Natalie, you have the floor. Oh, thank you, my Rachel. Thank you, my kitten. Hey, dolls. <laughs> so, Natalie agreed to tell all her business today. Damn. <laughs> she agreed to tell all of her business today. But first of all, Natalie, I just want to say thank you and how much I appreciate you being here. She has an early morning flight in the morning, and she still decided to come. She know I'm going to do whatever for her. <laughs> because, as all of you probably know, this woman is Miss Femininity. Mm -hmm. So when she told me she is doing femininity coaching in the podcast, I said, I want to be a part because you have been Mrs. Hello, this is Rachel, since I've known you, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Okay, so ladies, if you are new to the podcast or you're new to my uh, new venture, because this is a new venture for me, yes. I want to say welcome and thank you for being here. I plan on spreading all of my femininity juices and knowledge to all of you ladies. I am not going to hold back. Mm. And this um, podcast is basically about you know, using your feminine energy to get what you want out of this lifetime. And uh, last, what was it, last Friday, I launched my first episode and we talked about a lot of things, actually. You showed us, you told us a little bit about how to use the femininity as businesswomen and not take the lead. Yes. Mm -hmm. We talked about, basically, I spilled a little bit of tea about myself and how I felt like I lost myself during a pandemic and how I basically was able to regain my femininity and how I was able to become more softer, more nicer, more attractive. And also, if you do have a male in your life and you love him, you have to let him take the lead. You have to. So, with Natalie being a businesswoman, an entrepreneur like myself, I wanted to invite her here to give her perspective on being in a relationship, owning a business, but also, Natalie is an alpha woman. So, Natalie, let's talk about how you feel about being in business. Y'all getting right into my business, like, yeah, right away. In. It's let's, like, right away. It's like, no foreplay out here. <laughs> let's jump in. Natalie, how do you feel about having a relationship and being in business? No, I mean, what Rachel said as far as I'm an alpha woman, I don't know a woman that's in business that isn't at least some percentage of herself an alpha woman. So it is something to juggle. Um, what I have learned after trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, um, you are not a, the boss once you get home with your man. You, you, you have to let go of that boss hat. Um, and it's not that he's the boss, but it's just not very feminine or attractive to come home and kind of delegate, give orders, you know, try to control what's going on in the household. Um, so it is a shift 
there's definitely a shift. And this is, to me, not for everyone, but for me, I've learned I have to be with a man that I really, really respect mm -hmm. and that I really trust to lead. Mm -hmm. um, I trust him to lead the household in the sense of, you know, what we are doing financially, what we are doing, what we're doing, um, what the goals are. Mm -hmm. So as long as I'm allowing you to lead and we're going in a positive direction, mm -hmm. I definitely give that hat to him. Okay. I think it's really important to respect the man that you're with. But mm. you also have to choose someone that you respect. You must. Because if you don't respect that man, you're not going to let him lead you. I said this last uh, podcast that I had, the last episode, and I really, really mean that. If you don't respect that man, let that man go. Let him meet someone because else. Because it's going to show. You're going to talk to him like you don't respect him. It, you are going to be extremely bossy. You're mm -hmm. going to be extremely disrespectful. Mm -hmm. um, and you're going to push him away, resent him. Let it go. Let you're it gonna go. Walk over top of him. You're going to walk over top of him. Let me ask you a question. Because most business women that I know, and you have, a, you have your dad like strongly in your life, do you think that some women are very hard and some women are very bossy, as you as you said earlier, because they don't, they never had a male figure in their life? Um, I think Or a male in the household? I'm, I would definitely say that my father is a reflection and the ex he is very much so the type of man mm -hmm. that I have always wanted and okay. always attracted, mm -hmm. a man that is going to lead. Mm -hmm. So you don't even have to play the game of, no, he's already taking control of taking care of pretty much the things in the household. Okay. The problem is, and I've talk, talked to you about this before, with me going from East Coast to West Coast, mm -hmm. There is a shift of energy mm -hmm. that happens on the East Coast where we, in my opinion... And I want you to really go into East Coast and West Coast. Now, she's speaking about living in California from living in Baltimore, New York, Virginia, yes, that area. Yes, okay. yes. So being raised on the East Coast, and especially being in Baltimore, mm -hmm. there is a hardness of women mm -hmm. that is not only respected, but it's necessary to deal with a lot of the men that are here. Okay. It's a ch you're going to be challenged. It's very competitive. Mm -hmm. It's very much so you have to hold your ground. Mm -hmm. You have to be up almost, mm -hmm. you know? So I've had, in my opinion, I started off very feminine, mm -hmm. but after dating men, and having to be challenged mm -hmm. and ready for the argument and re to be ready, you've hardened mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny that you say that, and you brought up a really good point. I've never necessarily had to be hard because of a man, per mm -hmm. se. Mm -hmm. I've had to be more hard because of the women. Because I've that always too. been an alpha woman. I've always done my own thing. I've always put my, you know, I've always done my, I've just always um, walk to the beat of my own drum. Right. And I've always had to really get a lot of backlash from women. So that made me more hard. Not right. necessarily the man part. Okay. But what made me hard was the women. You know, I, I, it was definitely the men for me. I've always been really You've good with women. Been, you have. I love, I, I, women are like my sisterhood. <laughs> I love me 
some women. From the day I met you, it was just like, reach out, you know? It, it really was more, I'm, I'm very, I'm more competitive with men, mm-hmm. I, I think. And it's, it's because of the alpha in me, and it's because I've always made my own money, I've always been a boss. So it was almost like I didn't understand mm-hmm. how to balance that. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely a challenge of, I felt the competitive nature, mm-hmm. and instead of knowing what I know now, mm-hmm. you don't have to actually play that competition. You're right. Make him comfortable, you know, get his ego in check, mm-hmm. pump his ego to you understands, no baby, mm-hmm. we're not gonna compete, this is good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so proud of you, look at you, you're amazing. Right. So now that I know how to deal with it, and I learned that on the West Coast, mm-hmm. did not learn this here, definitely didn't learn it from so my mother. So tell me, what did you learn on the West Coast? So, Break it down to so, us exactly the difference and what you learned on the West Coast. So one, I should have learned it from, from my best friend because she's very good at it, but I, but I think it's more so because seeing women be so soft and so submissive, I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, girl, uh-uh. You, uh-uh. What is happening? What is happening? You know, why are you allowing him? And I had so many women say, he think you got it's okay to let him think that he's doing this or he's doing that. Just be soft. Just mm-hmm. keep it calm. You know your objective or your goal to have a great relationship and just let let him blow off steam and I said, this is not how we do it. He blew off steam, you blow off steam. He go, you go. Mm -hmm. But then I watched how their relationships blossomed Mm -hmm. because there is a direct distinction between femininity Mm -hmm. and masculinity Mm -hmm. in any relationship. And that balance is important. Mm -hmm. So watching those relationships flourish, I wanted to be softer. I actually envied it. Like, that was, I like that. Wow, Natalie. I want that. From your core. Yes. I know exactly how you are. She's and a tomboy. Here you say this. It's, it's really amazing. I like it. Do you like it? <laughs> I, do. I, I mean, it. It, 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 it was something that was noticed by the mm-hmm. type of men that I wanted to attract because mm-hmm. when I was more competitive and, you know, just having a hardness, mm-hmm. men would be attracted to me physically. But once they got to know me, I pushed away a lot of men with that masculine energy. Right. You know? So when I really tapped it more into my femininity, you know, I attracted that strong man that actually wanted and allowed me to stay soft. So let me ask you a question, because I feel like a lot of women uh, want to know this. The ones that are alphas, that have businesses, that do everything for their self. How do you think they should go about having a man in their life that is a provider, right. a world provider that doesn't look at it like, oh, she has it, right? Oh, she's good, right? She doesn't need my help. What do you think that that person or that woman can do to get that person in that position to say, I need you to take the lead, I need you to take care of this? Just because I am doing well in life does not mean you can sit back with your and not be the man, right? right. So, I'm going to tell you a quick story, and that, that actually is the shift. Mm-hmm. I was in Miami with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We met some guys, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. sat down, we went to dinner, sat down, went to dinner. And this is really tells you who I was at this time. Mm-hmm. Dinner was over, great conversation, you know, we had already um, made plans to meet again, blah, blah, blah. The bill came. Mm-hmm. 
I know what I got in my purse. Right. <laughs> I'm good over here. I, I, I don't play no games. Right. The check hits the table. It's a little bit more small talk. It's literally time to go. Why is the check still on the table? Right. So I literally am like, the boss in me said, girl, grab this damn check, give him this card, and get up out of oh, here. No. That's, I'm telling you who okay, I was. I'm listening to this. I, I went to go grab that check. I got pinched, twirled. My thigh was knotted up by my girlfriend being like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. She then grabbed me and was like, um, let's go to the laser rooms. Guys, we'll be back. We got to the laser rooms. I said, I don't have time for these games. It's not that serious. Mm-hmm. She said, just be patient. Just be patient. Allow, that's not your job. That and you know that's not your job. <laughs> so why, what is wrong with you? Allow yourself to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. It's, that's, that shouldn't even, you don't even see that thing. <laughs> I know that's right. We got back to the table. The guys had already taken care of it. And I walked away with a lesson with that. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Mm-hmm. You deserve to be taken care of. It's not about the fact that you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's not your job. That's, you don't even see that. Right. And that's my advice. You don't even see that bill or anything else. Now, if there are things that you and your mate have decided that this is something that you'll do, mm-hmm. you know, this mm-hmm. this little thing over there, mm-hmm. that little thing, thing over there, there. Right. you know, then that's fine. But I think a lot of times, because we can do it, because whether it's past frustrations mm-hmm. or just needing to prove something, mm-hmm. stops us. Or well, also disappointment. Also, dis- also, mostly disappointment. Mostly disappointment. And you, the reason you want to stop and allow it, because if he's not going to do that, then you want to know then you want to know early on. You want to know early mm-hmm. and know that's not for you. But if you don't give the opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, and they will test you. Right. Sometimes it's just a test. Right. You know, be patient and allow yourself to be taken care of. And I would like to add to that. Like, I think you are 100% right. Being patient is definitely one of the keys to allowing someone to take care of you and make sure that you are good. But also when you pay attention to when they are are not doing that absolutely and if a man is not stepping up to the plate listening because a man will watch and see the things that need to be done for you absolutely just by conversation day to day you know did you eat today absolutely Um, you know just little things that they will do to let you know that they want to be a provider in your life because that's what men are supposed to do men are supposed to provide and protect and we are supposed to support and nurture and nurture and Absolutely. that's what has to happen so i feel like a lot of times if you are a strong woman period whether you're a businesswoman you're not a businesswoman whatever you do have to be patient and allow the person in your life to step up to the plate and if they are not stepping up to the plate in the time that you feel like they should be stepping up into the plate, don't waste any time. Don't waste any time. But the only way you can see that is if you allow it to happen. Leave yeah, the check on the back. table. Leave the check on the That's table. The key. Leave. That is the thing for the night. Leave, Leave the check on the, the table, honey. Leave it on the table. That was Ooh, so great. Girl. That was some bomb advice. That was, you know, just all wrapped into one. All wrapped into that one. That little day taught me. Leave, leave the, the check on the table. On the table. Okay. So I have a couple questions here that I want to. Okay. Go over. So Natalie, um, while we're here, you all one of my oldest friends. Absolutely. My oldest friends, my first hair client 
all of that. I gave her her first bulb in the hair salon. That was bulb. And she did my hair tonight. <laughs> I did, I did. Yes, I did. Natalie, what can you say you have learned from me over the years about femininity? Goodness gracious. <laughs> That's a long list. Well, first of all, I would never normally be wearing this beautiful, sexy top. Yes, I love I'm loving all this cleavage. If it. it was not for Miss Rachel. <laughs> I mean, Rachel is really, you've been really big on telling me to celebrate. And, and it's funny because I use that in my styling, which mm -hmm. is advice I've gotten from you. Celebrate the things that make you feel very feminine about your body. Mm -hmm. And one, my, my bust really makes me feel very feminine about my body. And my legs make me feel very feminine, very confident. And my lips make me feel this. So you've really taught me to embrace that and show it. Like, why are you wearing these baggy clothes? Nothing on you is showing mm -hmm. off what you love and celebrate yourself. Okay. So I've gotten that. And although my voice is very loud and caring, what well, has to be loud and carry because we are on a podcast. So this, this, this so we is, have to carry yes. our voices. But you've really taught me be softer in your speaking when you're talking to your man, Natalie. You don't have to give. You don't have to give it so much. You don't have to make it carry. So yes, when you're talking, just be very, very sweet. Be very, and that girl. Mm. That small thing goes small thing. so, 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 so far. Mm -hmm. Rachel is touchy-feely. She's very touchy-feely. I'm touchy-feely or you touchy-feely? She's very touchy-feely <laughs> with her man. Oh, right. Yeah. Very touchy-feely. So you've been like, even if it's just a soft touch here, mm -hmm. you should always in some way like try to have some connection. You should. You should have some. He should feel you. I cannot you. believe you remember that. Oh, my God. Girl, I. In because it's not really who I am. <laughs> I'm touchy feely with everybody. If you have ever shot with me, I probably even slapped you on your butt. <laughs> I just like I'm I'm touchy feely, but with that, it was something more just about making sure he feels you. Mm -hmm. He knows you're there. Mm -hmm. It's caring. It's mm -hmm. healing. It's nurturing. It's more than just sexual. I'm gonna tell you what else it is, right? Whenever a man feels you, they have a memory of that. You said that too. They have a memory of that. Whether you're touching them on their hand, you're touching them on their shoulder, you always want to touch because they're always going to remember it. They're going to remember it out during the day. It's like a good vibe that you're yes, putting out you're in, right. the, mm -hmm. in the air. So yeah, that's very important mm -hmm. to touch your man. Touch your man. Touch and him. little soft spaces. I mean, little soft places. It's not even have to be overly, but... Yeah, it doesn't have to be sexual. Yes, exactly. It doesn't have to mean, hey, you know, it's just something soft. I'm here, baby. I'm, I'm like, here, yeah. present. I feel you. We're still connected. Exactly. Period. No, All right, so we're going to answer some questions that came up when uh, my Instagram, when I asked you girls. See, I'm going to let you ask them, Natalie, and I'm going to answer, and then you're going to answer the same exact question. I love it. Some may be only Rachel um, answering. <laughs> Can there be different... Um, mm. Skip it if you don't get it. Can there be different archetypes of to femininity? I might be saying this wrong word wrong. Hmm, Archetype, archetypes to femininity. I believe so. I guess we would have to describe what's the difference... Um, but it is def def definitely different levels to being feminine. 
Um, I'm gonna give you an example. My daughter, she is very, very feminine, but her look is more of a tomboy. Tom and she's not like, she's feminine, but I wouldn't say that she leads with her sexy. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Because she's soft. She's very soft. Now, I am feminine, and I lead with my sexy also. Mm -hmm. So I would say it is. What do you, what do you think? Um, if there are different levels, definitely different levels, because I have my femininity, mm -hmm. but it's not at all on the level of your femininity. Right. Um, How would you describe yours? Ex almost like your daughter's, almost like Shay Shay, where mm -hmm. I'm very tomboy, but my man is going to see different mm -hmm. femininity from me than, say, my girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Mine kind of turns on and off, whereas though yours never leaves. You know what? <laughs> I don't think yours turned off. As long as I know, I've known you, I feel like I pick up on your feminine energy right away. Well, you know you how... You just have a stronger... But you know how you will definitely, like you just said, Natalie, you know I'm a tomboy. Mm -hmm. When I say that around... It definitely James, my man. Mm -hmm. When I say that about oh, him. Oh, we dropping names. Oh, we dropped. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. James, okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> when when I when I when I'm around, when I say that to him, mm -hmm. he literally is like, I don't see anything tomboy about you. Mm -hmm. Are you crazy? Right. But of course you're gonna say, you you know me through and through. Right. Natalie's definitely a tomboy. Right, you right, know, right, so right. so I think it is. Right. I'm sorry, I lost the question. Okay, let me go back. Right, real quick. Let's see here. Okay, um, there you go. How to create feminine femininity within your home? Oh, this is this is uh, you, right? This is her this all is day, me all day, all day. The perfect way is sent. I'm sorry, I feel like I'm drinking alone, by the way. But go ahead. <laughs> That's why I'm a little so, hot. <laughs> it is hot in here. It is a little hot. Okay. So the perfect way, so you want to use all of your senses, which is touch, smell, uh, sight, taste. This is how you create certain things in your home. Mm -hmm. So examples, flowers. I have flowers everywhere in my home. I like to smell them, I like to touch them, I like to look at them. Yes. I love them. Agreed. Um, music, of course, you know I'm an R&B junkie. Yes. I love sexy sounds throughout my home. It makes, first of all, I walk, I dance, I'm doing all of this stuff in the house. So, I love, love, love sexy music. Yes. Um, the next thing you wanna do in your home is just like, did I say smell? You Perfume. did. Okay, so in my house, I have all kinds of clean scents coming, pumping through the air. Okay. So as soon as I step in the door, I just smell an aroma that's just like, mm, yes. Mm. It just makes me feel good. Clean sheets, my bed is all, always made, my house is always clean. I feel like a clean home is just just feminine. -ish. That's definitely as feminine as you're going to get. Exactly. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Just a clean home is just as feminine as it's going to get. Yes. What you think, that? How so, do so, you display? So Rachel and I lived home. together for a very small amount of time. I remember that? Remember that? I did. And I'd you have to say, on my you, I didn't get on her nerves. And this is very this. You were twenty. I was young. Twenty. I was young. And I'd have to say, even at that time, the things that you were doing 
in my home was bringing a lot of femininity. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if you remember. You were definitely big on music, mm-hmm. and I love to have music playing in the background. Like, you definitely um, were very big on music, and you definitely were still, at that time, very big on aroma, mm-hmm. the, the, the scents that were going in the house. I wasn't big on it. I was just like, but I like this. So I, I've, ad- I've, I've adopted that. Um, because of fashion, I would say the one thing that people always comment about my home, especially my loft in LA, it is so boutique-y. It is. And I'm like, I, is it? Are you sure? I'm th- it is so boutique And I am, my collection, my fashion sense is very ultra feminine. Mm-hmm. And it's usually because of what I love to see on women. Like, I love skirts, I love corsets, I love all of these things. So there's a mannequin, a dress form in my home. So you're all, and it's always dressed. So that really gives me a sense of femininity. Um, And in both homes, I have an accessory shelf that takes up a major piece of the room. It may be things I've never even worn, shoes I've never worn, but I love to look at them. So there are shoes there, there are necklaces. You do that too. Mm -hmm. There are necklaces that are on the form. so in the home, I definitely bring fashion that, that really, that stands out. Okay. So what's the next question? So this isn't a question. Someone just said the podcast is so perfect for your style, love. Oh, yes. I would have to say so. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it. I, I love, love it. that. I love this, this. I just love doing this. This is an amazing thing for me. I just love it a lot. This is perfect for your style. I think so, too. Thank you, girlfriend, whoever said that. <laughs> What's your ideal date, and how do you respond to men inviting you to their house for a first date? Mm, two-parter. Okay, so two-part question. So my ideal date is, let's see, my ideal date, I would say dinner is, like, pick me up. Mm-hmm. I like to be picked up. Child. I like to be picked up. Don't tell me to meet you. Do not, that's not a date. That's not a date. And by the time I tell you to pick me up, we didn't already talk on the phone a little bit, and I've already got to know you. I'm, I'm comfortable and all that. But I want you to come get me. Come right. pick me up. Don't allow them to meet y'all. No. Don't allow them. Mm-hmm. Pick me up. Open the car door for me. I'm getting in the car. Drive to a restaurant. Talk and wine. Go home. Ooh, yes. That's my... The go, go home, home is important. Now, if you try to kiss, you try to fuck, you try to do any of these things, I am not going to like it. I might kiss you. I mean, if you... I, I, I kiss on the not first date. Not on the day. first. I don't want to kiss on the first. Maybe a hug. I really like you. I'm kissing on the first date. You are frank. I'm not. <laughs> I want you to know what you missing and what you want again. You know what? I like build up. So I'm no, I like to kiss on the first date yeah. if I like you. I now, like there ain't going to be no tongue action, but I need to know because I'm a very, I'm big on lips and I'm mm-hmm. big on the mouth. I'm going to learn in that moment. Do I ever want to kiss him again? Do I ever want to go further? But, you know, so that was real prudish of you. I'm surprised. Oh, my God. I mm. did hear I was a little prude. I'm a prude in the beginning. Ah! When you get me going, I ain't yeah. no more. No, right, right. When I really love you. Okay. And Once I know you. She had it was it was a two parter. It was a two parter. Once I knew I liked She said, you, How I do you how, it was about not letting them take you to their home for the first date. Okay, so if you're trying to take somebody home on the first date, I I, I I'm not gonna lie. How do no, how do you respond to men inviting you to their house for the first date? 
So, um, I would, I've had that happen to me before in the past, and I just simply declined. Um, you just say no. You How did you decline? What just, how'd you say it? I was like, no, I'm not interested in coming to your house. I'm okay. very straightforward. You are? Like, I am very, very straightforward in a nice, polite way. But I'm going to let you know. I'm not I, interested. I'm not interested in coming to your house. And I, I think that's something that women have to, you, I mean, I, I have girlfriends that I'm like, I don't understand. Why didn't you just say that? It is fine to make boundaries. Mm -hmm. And it is fine to let it be understood what you expect. But you know what it is? What is it? A lot of women are scared not to be liked. They are afraid they, not to get a phone call or text and, the next and, day. And, and, but understand this, you're afraid to not be liked by a man you don't like, because you don't like a man that's not treating you well. So you really aren't losing anything except for time wasted. Mm -hmm. So to be able, this is, and you're talking the first date? So if on the first date, all he's willing to do is invite you to the house, how do you think that's going to end up? Right. Where do you think the fifth date going to be? My ideal date is really simple. Mm -hmm. Really, really simple. All I need is for it to be a plan. For you to have made a plan Ooh, yes, and yes, you to have put in effort, absolutely. then I, that usually turns out to be a great first date. If you've already made the reservation, if you've already set out our picnic on the beach, if you've already planned it out, that is a great first date. I love that. You're right. I love a plan. I don't want anybody to ask me. So what do you want to do? So what do you, after they Where pick you, you up? Go? That's leading. That's leading. <sighs> That's leading. Please do not do that to me. If you ask me, I am going to be upset in my mind. It, and, and, and it's so sad when men think they're doing you a favor. Be like, I just didn't want to do nothing that you didn't want to do. Well, you had all. Just try. You had, but you had time to you ask me different you things. So if Just you make try. a plan, that's a great first date. Okay, so what's the next question? How do you feel about men that make less money than you? Oh, that is good. That's so, a good question. I don't have a problem with someone that makes less than me. Mm -hmm. But I do have a problem if you make less, you have less. You're not applying yourself. Like, you, this is just end all be all. I yeah. want you to constantly apply constantly try constantly try to you know upgrade because at the end of the day we have to try we have to upgrade you know so i'm not going to say that i necessarily have a problem with somebody that makes less money than me but you have to be a hustler like me absolutely you have to be a hustler and you have to be trying to get to it absolutely how do you feel about that natalie so i've definitely dated men that make less money but i'm gonna have to step out there and say it can't be considerably less right because when it's considerably less we are basically probably living two different lifestyles mm -hmm. um so so i don't have a lack of respect or anything like that because i've dated a man that was on paper making less than me mm -hmm. but he had other opportunities that were going on to make sure mm -hmm. okay but i'm also making money over here i'm doing this i'm doing that mm -hmm. like you say just as as long as you are hustling to or or you're constantly evolving to mm -hmm. do to to make more i've dated but but let me tell y'all something about the the uh, making less mm -hmm. be careful worrying about how much money a man makes that's how much of that is going to you? Exactly. How much exactly. of that is going to you? Because exactly. we, I, I've been in a position where I've dated a man 
who on paper is a millionaire. Mm -hmm. Did he give to me like like did he give to me like he was a millionaire? Or did he give to me like he was making a good two hundred thousand? So be careful worrying let's, about. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. <laughs> be careful worrying about how much he makes. How much of that is he trying to improve your life, your business, your you know what you have going on, and making things better and easier for you? So that's another thing. When you're dating a man that makes considerably not considerably, but makes less than you, but yet he is still making sure he sends you flowers to work. Mm -hmm. He's sending you lunch to work. <laughs> Somebody today, you better say it, girl. Somebody is being Sharita Lovely over here. But when a man is making those romantic efforts, when a man is making a plan like, in two years, I'm going to be doing this and we're going to do this, Right now, I'm taking you to Miami. By next year, we're going to Greece. Mm -hmm. You know, are you a part of his plans and a part mm -hmm. of his growth? Mm -hmm. and, it's, and, and, and a woman, all women don't believe this, but I believe this, a woman loving a man mm -hmm. and allowing him to lead, you will see this man go from making this to that I to mean. this to that. Being a supportive woman mm -hmm. and, 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 and making a man understand, yes, I know I'm here and you're mm -hmm. there, but let's... Let's both keep on rising right. to the occasion. Right. So, right. Absolutely. But you also have to definitely know the difference. You have to know the difference of someone making less and they are just chasing a dream that probably. <laughs> <laughs> that probably what, Rachel? It's probably not going to pan out. It might not going to pan out. It might not, not pan out. out. And that goes back, that goes back to. You know, not staying in too long. You gotta kind of know. You gotta when know to, when to say when. You gotta know when to exit. And, and, and when a man is, and, and remember, ladies, we are doing very well right now. Mm -hmm. And men don't necessarily get the same opportunities that that yeah. we get um, in business. But also pay attention if a man, you know, when a man is doing well, he owns his own home. He is, you know, he's mm -hmm. he's. He's, it's, it's a consistent and a constant growth. Mm -hmm. You know the man that you should be able to say, you may be making less than me, but I already I already know. Right. This man is about his business. He is about this this project, this dream is not just a unicorn, okay? Wait, we can talk on and, and on with that one. one Seriously. Okay, so we got one more question. Uh-oh, you looked at it like it was something. Yeah, I, I don't know how to do it. We got one Woo! more question. Okay. One more question. Give us some topics or questions or you should ask that you should ask during dating. So oh, um, when yes. you're dating someone, what are the topics and questions that you should ask? Okay, so for sure you this is really good, right? For sure, ladies, when you're dating someone, you want to ask the questions that you are interested in right then and right there. Do you have kids? Do you want kids? Do you want to get married? Do you see yourself in a long-term relationship if you don't want to get married right now? These are questions that you want to ask and you shouldn't be afraid to ask Absolutely. Them. You know, how often do you want to travel? Um, you know, just things that interest you that you want to see happen, you need to ask that person. Because, listen, if that man does not want to get married, it's and you want to get married within a year or two, I suggest... Don't do it. Don't date that person. Yeah. If you Don't think you're changing them. You're not changing you're them not. at all. 
if this person never traveled outside of their home city, he may not be the person that you want to date if you want to travel and see the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. If this person says, I have two kids and I don't want any more. He don't want no more. He do not want any more. He does not want any more. does not want any more. You have to listen to him. You listen to the things that they say out of their mouths right away and do not think that you are going to change that person absolutely ask them how often do you like to dine how often do you like to you know just anything that you like like if you like to go shopping ask them do they like whatever you like you have to ask because later on you're gonna have an attitude because you didn't ask and that's nobody's fault but yours Yours. because you did not ask absolutely what you think no everything that you said is absolutely point on and the biggest one is knowing your goal Mm -hmm. stop telling people i'm okay with dating i'm okay with you dating other people i am very big on and any man out there that's dated me don't you lie craig don't you don't you lie i am the one that sits with you on the first date Mm -hmm. and lets you know if we start dating I expect you to only date me and I only date you because I need some focus mm-hmm. to see. At this age, it's not, there's no more, I'm over here, I'm over here. No, let's see what we have here so we don't waste time. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in dating multiple people, today is our last date. Today is our, I, today I is like our last date. But I will say this, every person has a season in their life where they may not, Natalie is definitely like that, but... Sometimes you don't want to be attached to a person. And right you have away. to know that. And if you don't, it's fine. You also have to know what you want to. Like, if both of you, whatever you're both in agreement on, do that. Do that. But don't agree with something that he wants, knowing that's not what you want, hoping that later on he'll come around to and what I wanna, you want. I want to give an example. This is the example I want to give. Do, if you want to date somebody and you want to get married, and you date someone that is married, please know that's not going to be your man. It's not. That is not going to be your man. What's your title, Rachel? What's my title? No, what's their title? The woman who's doing that. The one that's your side piece. You the side piece. You're always going to be considered the side piece. Even if he, yeah, side. It's not going to change. But I think in people's minds, they think that, oh, this person is married. They got married. They're not happy. So they're going to break up with this person. So that means I am going to be the second in line. No, 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 no. 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 And you're better than that. You you, you worth more than that. No, 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 no. So ladies, if you just want to fuck somebody, go ahead. Just fuck them. As long as y'all in agreement. Yes, y'all in agreement. And and make sure that's all you want. I mean, stop saying what you think he wants to hear. Right. And then then thinking it's going to ultimately come back around. No. Men are very intentional, mm-hmm. okay? And, they are. and they are very, they keep things in categories. Once you have become her, that's who you are. He might see something else that literally told him, ah, 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 this is, this is what I want. You, you mess around like, how did she marry him? And I thought, because you put yourself here. This is who you are. Also, I feel like also women do this thing, this ghosting thing that men do. And then women think that they're coming back. It's not happening. If someone ghosts you, 
they did it for a reason and you have to believe that reason and you have, you have to. to go about your business. You have to go it's, about your business. Please don't think that that person is coming back. They're going and to if they you. do come back for a second, it's because something fell off and you were like a, right. you, you might have been an ego booster or something they needed for that moment. Right. But, a man who's into you don't ghost you. They don't ghost you. Period. Now, a man that is into you, they are going to be, like you said, intentional. And they are going to show you that they want you. They're not going to have... A man that wants to be clear that they want you, they don't have you confused. They make it very clear. You know. You know. You know for sure. You know for sure. You know for sure. So... I want to wrap this podcast up. This, this was a, awesome. Yes, this is a really good podcast. Uh, Natalie, this is great. Even though you were sweating like a hundred Can they tell, <laughs> child? It is hot in here, but you she know what? sweating like a hoe in church. <laughs> Not the hoe in church. Oh <laughs> but we got through it. We I did. just said, look, I might also be sweating because I keep we on grabbing really, this wine. We really, really did. This was amazing. This was I awesome, this. dolls. I um, hope y'all enjoyed this. This was really, really good. Ladies, if you have any questions that you want to for us to answer in my next podcast, or you know, if you would like to send in like some I don't know, like topics that you they want send to discuss. In some great ones. Yes, they did. You want a text number 305-614-1916. That is my line directed to me. I will get all of these text messages. It yes. just also is to keep up with the community, keep up with the, fem- the Femininity by Rachel V community, um, you know, and anything that comes out, any products that's coming out, any like anything that we're doing, events, anything like that, it'll keep you in the know. And Natalie, can you please let everyone know where to find you, where your store is in LA and in Baltimore, what all of the things that you have going on right now, events, whatever, let them know. So, um, Dollhouse Baltimore is in Mount Vernon, downtown Baltimore, 525 North Charles Street, and Dollhouse Los Angeles is in downtown Los Angeles, 315 East 8th Street, shopdollhouseboutique.com. We'll give you all the information for both of the stores. You can shop there as well. We have a virtual fashion show coming up for our 18-year anniversary. Baltimore, two-year anniversary, LA. So if you follow at Dollhouse MT Vernon, at Dollhouse Mount Vernon, you can get all the latest news on dolls. Rachel, thank you for having me here today. You're so welcome. I love this. I'm so happy that she's doing this. We've only told Rachel that she needs to be teaching us this for the last decade. So cheers to all of this. I and I just want to say my outfit today was provided by Natalie. Oh, yes. Look at her corset. Ooh. Y'all have to see this skirt, her caviar skirt. Hey. Hey. She is such a doll. Yes, I love it. This is so One of my first rag dolls. I am an original An original rag doll. I am an original Right. My baby still had things from 20 years ago that look amazing I on do. her. She oh will not God. give me this sweater dress that I want to like <laughs> reinvent. I still have it. I, I know. She's not. I still have it. I love it. I'm not giving it to her. But ladies, make sure you guys share this podcast. Absolutely. Leave a comment. If you're on, if you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure you leave me a comment so that I can 
repost you, um, share it with your friends, join the community, download, share. We have to build this community. I'm really excited, and I just want to say thank you and good night. Good night. And I will see you guys next Friday at 9 p.m. for a new episode. Yay! Bye! (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. That was great. We died. We died. Let's see and see how much sweat we can see when I...